Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's the end of the week. Or, as we in the metal world say. Because today, well, today, was it 10 years ago? No, 11 years ago. 11 years ago is when a really magical number happened. And it was magic. And it was... um right out of a movie that uh just just they're they're going to do a sequel to it next year um hopefully by then you know Elon Musk won't be running twitter we can have fun very, very special because if you can see yeah the numbers all go to 11 look Right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. <laughs> oh my God. This is Spinal Tap. This <laughs> is Friday Spinal Tap. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just terrific. I mean, it almost looks, uh, looks like the real thing. Oh, got it. Yeah. When we get the actual uh, set, when we get the piece, it'll it'll follow exactly these specifications. I mean, even these contours and everything. Um, I don't understand him. Uh, but I mean, get the actual piece. Well, when we, I mean, when when you build the actual piece. Uh, but this is what you asked for, isn't it? What? Well, this is the piece. This is the piece. Yes. Are you telling me that this is it? This is scenery. Have you ever been to Stonehenge? No, the I haven't been to Stonehenge. The triptychs are twenty feet high. You can stand four men up. Ian, I was, I was this asked is, to this build is a triptych. This isn't a piece of scenery. Look, look, look. This is what I was asked to build. 18 inches. Right here, it's specified. 18 inches. I was given this napkin. I mean... Forget this. Fuck the napkin. In ancient times, <laughs> hundreds of years before the dawn of history, race of people, the Druids. <laughs> I love Stonehenge, and I love Spinal Tap. It's Metal Friday. I mean, it is just, this is great. Oh, for just one moment, because I've got, you know, something I'd like to show you. <laughs> these, uh, Janine's been working on these very hard. These are a new... <laughs> 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 stage look of the band fashioned after the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zodiac. We needed a new presentation. This is a look for a bit of his Libra. There's a, the, sort of the yin-yang. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Guest's face says it all. It's like, what? It, it's like right out of Yoko Ono College. <laughs> you know, he's just staring at her. <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh my god. The fact that they're doing a sequel almost 40 years after the original. I mean, um, 
It really is uh, something. <laughs> Remember, they can't find the stage. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> oh, God. After this week, we have to laugh. We have to laugh. We also have to be happy that, you know, it's going blue. But enough about that. <laughs> You authorized it. <laughs> they can't find the fucking stage. Friday. It really is. I mean, after a crazy week, <sighs> just crazy. Tonight's musical guests are Spinal Tap. Earlier this week, I got a chance to talk to them. So tell me, uh, what has your week been like on Saturday Night Live? Well, it's very exciting doing a live show. It's a no, whirlwind of activity. We don't get that many calls. The last one was in '68. I think what we really value about it is the honesty. You know, of just going out there naked with our guts spread out in front of me, too. You know, there's no fake. There's nothing. There's no, no tape. Can't fake yeah. guts. There's yeah, no, you can't, you can't fake, fake guts when they're laid out. The whole idea that, you know, you know, here we are in front of all these, you know, what is, must be like 300,000 people watching or something. You know? 20 minutes is easy. Really? Yeah, that's what the cool. man said. Well, the great thing about it is that, you know, you get up there and you go, we're going to play loud, and they go, yeah. <laughs> What would they say? It's, it's live. What could they say, right? Yeah. They can't say stop. They can't, they can't say, say sorry. No, 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 loud. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know why it cut off. Um, we're supposed to go back to it. Um, 
Spinal Tap Saturday Night Live interview. The power of Siri. Okay, let's go back to it. Oh, the wonderful commercials. Oh, YouTube. I almost said Twitter and I realized where I was. Um, I passed by those Twitter offices in San Francisco. It's a, it's in the Tenderloin, which I went, oh, I thought it was in Silicon Valley. Do that. Here we go. Too late for you. It's a feeling of intimacy. Why do you play so loud? It's like in the old days, a lot of people say, you know, well, Mozart, he didn't play loud. That's a lot of uh, bull whack, you know. He played as loud as he could. And if he hadn't if he'd, he'd turned it up, he would have been able to. But he didn't have it, you know. And he was already deaf. No, but Mozart, what he would do is when he played, he'd play keyboards. He would put his ear down to the uh, soundboard and, you know, really jam it in there. You know, smash it. And his mum would go, Mozart, Mozart, don't play loud. But she, he would anyway. Who do you think your music appeals to? Um, I say professionals. People who work as professionals in the business. You know, a neurosurgeon, you know, a stockbroker, businessmen who are serious about life. Serious, serious people. Yeah, try that with commission those toy people. Yeah, Illuminati and 14-year-old white boys. Uh, you yeah. have a song on the show called Christmas with the Devil. Are you seriously interested in devil worship, or are you just using the trappings of Satanism to get attention? I personally feel that, that, that you know, it's really, it's an important thing that, that, that it's, this, well, what you were saying the other day. Well, it's basically a matter of, you know, I believe, and I think it, it goes for everybody in the band, that a man's relationship with the devil is a very private affair. You know, it's not something you wear about in your sleeve, but I'm doing it to... You know, put up billboards and say, oh, look, we're, you know, Satanists. Yeah, you know, we're not not rushing about the streets, you know, flinging our hats about saying, oh, I love Satan, you know, he's my master. Look at me. Yeah, look at me, Mr. Satanism. You know, sure, it's great stuff. (laughs) It's exciting. And it's exciting. And And it's dangerous. And it's danger, it has a danger to it. But, you know, you don't (laughs) hang your whole life on it. It's just part of what we do. It's an evening. It's an evening's fun. You know, in terms of history, the devil was really the master of all. In Christmas, the original Christmas ceremony was a devil running about with his tail, his little red tail. <laughs> That's Santa Claus right there, trick or treat. It's Christmas, Pope. Pope. So we're taking it back round where it started. You know, people think, "Were well, you twisting Christmas or something like that?" It was originally a heathen rite. Sure. Uh, some of your songs, like Big Bottom, uh, seem to portray women as sex objects, not as human beings. How do you feel about that? Well, that's interesting, you know, because I think I think it's important, I think we should underline this, it's important that we do not consider the subject of this song a human being at all, but merely part of one. Therefore, that gives us sort of license to like to like be uh, be as free as we want without really worrying about whose feelings we're hurt. There are no feelings involved here at all. It's just, yeah, no, know. it's not like we're saying women are this or women are that. We are merely making, if you like, a scientific study of the bun. An anatomical <laughs> uh, rendition. rendition. And 
And it's, it's, and it's, and it's odd, you know, because it's the nature of the song is a tribute. It is. Yeah, it's not. It's a tribute to a, a large uh, keister, keister pair of cheeks, you know. And it's not about a woman at all. No. Yeah, it's, about, it's about a woman's pair of cheeks, and it's yeah. like saying, "Well, because you wrote a song about a woman's nose, then you know you're not respecting yeah. them as a person." It's yeah. about a nose. I mean, yeah. no one would say if you know you wrote it about a gent's bum, they'd say, "Well, so what? Good work." You they'd a say. song about they'd say, "Good luck to you." Yeah. I hope it goes up the charts. I'll bet he had it coming to him. Yeah, and and if it's about a young lady, suddenly, ooh, naughty, naughty on you, yeah. you know. So what's that all about? metal friday it's metal friday you know it's not just about spinal tap well it is but you know um yeah let's let's look at the the whole history of this metal day yeah let's see is there like an index Oh, I'm not putting Five Finger Death Fuck on. I hate that band. Oh, my God. Oh, 11-11. Yeah, it happened in 2011. I don't see it. Oh, it's called National Metal Day. Yeah. Because 11, 11, 11, 11. Yeah, and I hate these fucking commercials. Shut up. In honor of the classic metal mockumentary, this is Spinal Tap. National Metal Day falls on November 11th every year. Metal declares independence from the mundane and conventional while insanity, alienation, and death are the foundation for gloomy introspection, which is all part of the culture. However, it's not all doom and gloom. In fact, that's fucking right. Yeah. Oh, here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, it's all about life, metal, and movies. I'm going to go to sleep. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> 